Welcome to Careers and Mental Health Conversations. This is the podcast where we discuss career counselling, career guidance, mental health awareness and mental health training in the workplace. With your hosts, Patrick, Sally, Tina and Amy. All right, Tina, welcome to the first Friday edition or edition of the Friday Rant, I should say. This is going to be a a frequent series where we really just get something off our chest that we've wanted to discuss and, and talk about. And uh, we're going to kick off this week by, I noticed you put a LinkedIn post up during the week in response to the budget, uh, the federal budget, and it was really focused on there was some money invested into mental health and mental health research. However, what gets your gripe is that uh, there's potentially a lack of uh, research or current research in the industry. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. Now, look, I'm not one to complain I'm a POM, I don't whinge much, but this has been under my skin for a while um, and was brought to my attention when undertaking my mental health first aid instructor's training. So mental health services and the provision of mental health services to the population is based on prevalence. So the number of people that experience particular mental health problems over the course of a year or in their lifetime or whatever. Mm -hmm. And this is really important data. Now, we're all working in Australia from data that was collected in 2007. 2007. So that's over a decade old. The the last national survey of mental health and wellbeing was undertaken in 2007. Great information, really good information about common mental illness and, and, and less common mental illness and the number of people, etc. Now, this kind of information is needed to inform service provision. So how can um, service providers know how many people they're going to need to treat for a mental illness? They base it on, on, on data um, from the ABS. From 11 years ago. It's, I know that they do collect their own data for performance management anyway, but it's still not a national overview. Why? Why has it taken us this long? I mean, we haven't got a new survey out. Do we know when a new one could be coming? I don't know. Um, I haven't heard anything about a new survey being done or undertaken. Um, and I don't want to keep giving the same message out there, but it's the whole vote winner thing. Let's, let's think back to 2007. Mental health didn't have nearly as much awareness as it did. I think probably in the last three, four, five years, it's it's gone up significantly. But over a decade ago, I mean, it was still extremely taboo. It's hard to believe that we use data from then uh, for all our statistics now. Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, I, I don't even know if... Um if different organisations were even talking to each other about the most recent data that they're collecting. So there's, uh, there's no collaboration amongst services. So I know that there'll be some service providers that are really good at collecting their statistics around we have X number of people that are experiencing mild to moderate depression or moderate to severe depression and these are the kind of services that they need. But we don't get to see that data nationally so that other services can be informed by it. So whose responsibility is this? Who do we need to put a rocket up? It's the government. It's the government. It, yeah, it is. It, and and you know, it's not. It doesn't matter who's in government, because since two thousand and seven. I mean, I arrived in Australia in 2007. We've had Labor, we've had Liberal. I've seen had... more Prime Ministers in Australia than I, in my 10 years than I ever did in the UK. So it's, it, it, it's all government. It's a lottery, effectively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, completely. But it, it is. It's a government. It needs to be a national survey. All that money we spent on same-sex marriage vote, that was a complete waste of money. A complete waste of money that should have gone through Parliament in its own right without going out to a referendum. That money would have been better spent on a survey. That was a ridiculous waste of of time and effort. We all knew the result. We all got the result we wanted. So why did it take that long? Yeah, absolutely right. Spend the money wiser. 
So what can we do? Who, who, should we, who do we need to lobby? Who can we speak to? I mean, Malcolm Turnbull, Bill Shorten, if you're watching, if you're listening, you need to do something. Who, who can we get to it's first? It's funny you say that, Pat. Because <laughs> I just left a message on Malcolm Turnbull's LinkedIn page where he was asking for questions and comments about the budget and I left that this exact message to him asking, are you going to do a, na- a new national survey? So I look forward to hearing from Malcolm personally. Well, let's hope so. And just to clarify, you are quite happy with the, the budget and the focus on mental health? Yes. In yeah. general? I'm happy with the amount of money and happy that there is money being invested in research and suicide prevention. You know, you, any money that goes into mental health services is good money, but there really, really should have been more emphasis on services outside of hours. So for people that need to have access um, to mental health professionals outside of a nine-to-five, for example, there is nothing in the area that I live in up around Redcliffe, North Lakes, Mango Hill, there's no aftercare services at all to speak of. Really? Yeah, that's, the, that, that's where the investment... We know that research is needed, but we also know where the money needs to go now. And I guess if you've got a mental health condition, it's a 24-hour thing. I mean, you don't just get it during nine to five hours. So why are the services only during work hours? Exactly. And so the early intervention stuff is really, really important, nipping things in the bud before they get really bad. But things sometimes do get really bad, and then those services need to be provided after hours. Right, so we're happy with the awareness around mental health. We're happy with, you know, there's a lot of money going into it, which is great. But we need some new data and we yeah. need some more aftercare um, services and facilities, weekends, after hours. Exactly. And everything like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely right. Right. So what can people at home listening or watching do? Who do they speak to first? Well, I'd say your local members would be a good good place to start. Um, the more we raise awareness with our local members that, that this is something that is really important to us and our communities, the better. Um, um, and I think the squeaky wheel gets the oil, so Great. it needs to be talked about more. All right, so if, if you're listening, watching, go out and speak to your local members, see if you can get them actively involved in lobbying for, for new services, aftercare services, yeah. and a new survey. We need something. Absolutely, We yeah. can't keep working off data from 2007. It's so much has changed. ridiculous. It's too old. Right. Tina, thanks for joining the Friday Rant, and Pleasure. we really hope you enjoyed it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. If you enjoyed this podcast and you would like us to appear in your feed, please hit the subscribe button and you're also welcome to leave us a review. For more information, visit careerdevelopmentcentre.com.au.